HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Broadcasting live from Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.com. My name is Brandon Hoy, co-owner of Roberta's, a super-duper awesome place. Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border, coast to coast, and all the ships at sea. Streaming live from the County of Kings, Brooklyn, New York City, on the Heritage Radio Network. Are you ready for the fastest half hour on the internet today? It's the Mike and Judy Show. Spanning the globe for high-minded hijinks and low-brow kicks to bring you the best in sex, drugs, rock and roll, and nuclear fission. They're too bad for radio and too good looking for television. And now, here they are to pluck the low-hanging fruit of the literati. Your hosts, Mike Edison and Judy McGuire. Well, all right, we're back. This is Mike Edison. And I am bereft this week without my co-host with the most, the woman who is too hot for television, Judy McGuire, who is dancing at the Whitney Biennial. She is an art star. I think she was finding radio a little constraining. And now she's found her... her I am brokenhearted, but I am here with uh, Engineer of the Stars, Jack Inslee, and the first family of punk rock, my friends, uh, the Manitobas, with Handsome Dick Manitoba. Richard, you were like the brother I never knew I wanted, mm-hmm. and we're here with your extremely patient and beautiful wife, Zoe Hansen, and your son, uh, the youngest guest we've ever had on the show, nine years old, Jake Koufax Manitoba. What's happening, Jake? Get right up on that microphone, because today we're going to be talking about WrestleMania. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So is this the Mike show today? It's always the Mike and Judy show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And you have the best family oh. to be talking about wrestling because we are all huge fans of Zoe wrestling. And That's why I, I have sec- with me. Jake, Jake was saying to me this morning, but mom doesn't really know about wrestling. I said, Jake, your mom and my <laughs> second date was Hammerstein Ballroom. Well, I didn't know. In, in New York City. 
Um, ECW. 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 She goes, yeah, but she doesn't know about WWE. I know all there is to know about wrestling. All I know is Terry Funk is the first man of <laughs> I wrestling. I don't like Terry Funk. Terry Funk and Mankind like, and a yeah, close Mankind second. Mankind is better. And that's it. Now, these are like, some tough guys. Mankind Terry Funk is like the toughest called. guy who ever This is like waiting for the bathroom in my house. I'm third on the mic now. <laughs> well, Richard, I'm just glad you, you came back to Brooklyn. You were uh, actually our second guest. This is show number 38 on the Mike and Judy show. You were uh, on show number two, and mostly you complained about coming to Brooklyn. You being from the Bronx, of course. I'm a kvetchy Jew. He complains what do you want about everything, life? Mike. You know that. <laughs> he came yeah. in. He I complained, therefore I am. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, we all didn't, didn't graduate from the same finishing school <laughs> as you did. So, uh, Jake, what's going on? This WrestleMania, we've got a lot of matches coming up. The main event is going to be Chris Jericho versus no. our friend uh, CM Punk. I think that's, that's the main the, event. No, no it's the I Hell in a Cell. I thought it was um, the, Rock? the Rock and Cena. Yeah, and what universe is that a main event? No. Oh, <laughs> you and your friend John Holmstrom universe. Yeah. No way. You see, Holmstrom what? loves The Rock. Yeah, yeah. I don't, what is with that? That's weird. That is weird. You know what? That's Holmstrom being a punk rock. That is. That's the, him going the other the way. Yeah. I never root for a contrary. good guy in my life. Mm. He's not, you know what? The Rock is not a I'm not a, a Cena fan. Anymore. It's like one of those things. It's like, it's like. The Red Sox playing the Phillies or something. Oh. Well, I guess I'll root for the Phillies if you put a gun to my head. Well, all right. Well, let's talk about The Rock and uh, John Cena. What do you think, Jake? I want your expert opinion. Well, I would go for Cena because when I first started watching wrestling, well, my first time I was watching, like, Batista and Rey Mysterio. Then I saw this guy named John Cena come along. And when I saw him fight, it was, like, really cool. And I saw, like, WrestleMania 21, uh, John Cena and JBL fighting, and I thought John Cena was really cool. You have a good memory. He likes he likes John Cena's rapping. Yeah, I, I like yeah. You like, like raps? I get so yeah. tired of that gimmick. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I mean, this feud though, it the seems kids like it. It seems so manufactured. I mean, every this year, it's like, well, the Cena and the Rock. They announced that match a year ago. Yes. It's basically to get 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 Rock, Dwayne yeah. Johnson. Well, this is Hollywood, number two, and there's no, there's no real feud there. It's all so contrived. Wait, is Stone Cold Steve Austin going to be back? You know, it's surprising that he's not. Is the Undertaker fighting? Let me tell you something. Triple H again? Yeah. In the, in the hell in the cell. That's, see, that's like... Dad, in the hell in the I cell. I don't want the to lose. Well, let me ask you something, Manitoba, okay? How do you feel about the Yankees resigning Andy Pettit? Oh, okay, like speaking it. of, like, old guys trying to, like, resuscitate them, was this Andy Pettit 6.0? I mean, really, is he going to make it out of the minor leagues? They have no lefties, as we... Uh, I like it. They can iron me. At least, he's not, at least he's not a moron who jumps on yeah. trampolines. <laughs> they can hire me. I'm a lefty. Yeah, <laughs> Kofax. I, I like That's it right. because you're talking about a billion dollar organization spending two and a half million dollars and throwing a 40 year old pitcher against the wall, so to speak, who has has 240 wins. If you get something out of him, if you get 10, 12 wins out of him and 110, 120 quality innings, that's great. That would be great from anybody. That would be great from As a, a number five old. starter. So what's the big, why am I people make, boy, does, does you have to fill up sports pages? What's the big deal? Well, it just seems Number five starter. It just seems that they're a little desperate for talent that they have to pull this guy out of retirement. I mean, he's had a great it's time. It's the feel-good hit of the year. What are you, uh, what are you, are they, what are you, they desperate? Commie? Really you a commie? Well, you know, am I, am I a commie? You know, we talked about this la- commie last... Commie Jew Pinko? <laughs> God bless you, Richard. Last time we were on the radio, we talked about uh, loyalty. I had a very difficult breakup with the New York Yankees. We went through a bad divorce. Yeah. I just didn't want to be in a position where I had to root for a jerk-off like A-Rod. I never liked their management, okay? I, the strike was still left a bad hangover. I didn't like the way they 
handled the steroids, the way they treated uh, poor Eddie Layton really, really broke my. Broke I don't my like A Rod because he took steroids for six hundred. That's right. That was cheating. That's cheating, and cheating is only good in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and that's the morality yeah, right. tale we're telling today. That's right. So, in other words, in other words. The real bad guys in life you don't like. You well, like the fake bad guys. Well, let me ask you something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, Jack, right? Yeah. Let me ask you something. Here's some moral equivalency or something so like that. So in other words, you. and Bye Bye Birdie, you were a fan of Bobby... He's dating himself now. You were a fan of Bobby Rydell. And if he keeps on this uh, routine, he's going to be dating Bobby. himself. <laughs> so you like Bobby Rydell. <laughs> Bobby Rydell. Oy, oy, oy vey. <laughs> oy vey. We talked about last time a show about loyalty, and I never really understood this blind loyalty to a team team the guys that they pick I mean, it's a one-way relationship it's all I, it's you do for them and what do they do for you and now you're just rooting for someone's dirty laundry basically i uh, think that um Sharky's made some really good points about this that you don't you haven't been talking about i, see I mean everything he said about the the yankees right now the way they dealt with the whole steroids thing a rod yeah. coming along people say, that, agree with I, him. I, people say that marta shara took steroids but i'm willing to bet did. that if you microscopically investigated any team you can find mistreatment of people that worked in the organization number two I disagree with you I think that you didn't love a Ra- team didn't Ryan Braun take steroids but no then he, he got, was exonerated no, no but then they said uh, he got suspended for like 60 Listen, days he was a great Jew and then <laughs> and then they said alright and then they said okay. you, bring, you tell him Jake and then they said okay come back and then no he was exonerated he was let free he wasn't guilty but oh, but my you sure that's what it means? You're right. <laughs> well, I, I knew you knew what it meant, Mr. Literati. Um, that's Richard Manitoba with man who's written more books than he's actually read. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> One. That's right. that I, I didn't really write that book. I made well, phone calls. It's, it's still the greatest he book of all time. It. Here's a good pitch for uh, Richard's fantastic book, the official... Punk uh, Rock Book of Lists. The official p- Punk Rock Book of Lists. And by the way... Um, our, Hold on, I didn't finish my well, point about second. the Yankees. You get your rocks off about the Yankees? when I get to talk Finish, you finish. This is the part. <laughs> I don't care about your stupid book that you put out. I don't care about where I get to plug Judy's new book, which is the which is the follow up of the series and what the official that? book of sex, drugs, and rock and roll lists. Oh, it's, it's going to be out. coming out. And Judy, it is oh. coming out, and it's fantastic. Um, of course it is. That is a book I shall buy for sure. You should buy it, and uh, um, we'll put it up with the source. Maybe we'll have a party you, at your fine. You moment. root for a team regardless of what happens. Listen, I rooted for the Yankees when the CBS owned them and they were in last place. I hated them. The the, the people that ran them. But I like the team. Baseball, it has to transcend. I like the team in the 80s, too. And it's not just that the Yankees are guilty of steroids, that other teams weren't. But they were my team. I bled pinstripes the same way you do. And I found, though, they let me down. They were the team that I was loyal to. And they just ignored the steroids. They knew who was juicing on the team. Of course they did. Hold on, Sharky. You're bringing up like a sociology thing here. All the lords of baseball... Ignored I, it. I, I like Everybody the game. was making money the same way everyone ignored Elvis's drug use. All the lords of baseball, there yeah, was a Elvis home run. Was cheating. Steroids were cheating. Home, I agree with you. Steroids are, are cheating. Hold on, there was a That's home run battle. Steroids are cheating because they're making McGuire you bigger and powerful. And Sammy Sosa. 
and everybody was making money, and nobody knew what was going Bad on. For the game Bullshit. Oh Bullshit. Wait, nobody knew what was going on. Was going. Everybody, and by the way, that was part of. Then they got caught with their hand in it till it was like, oh, we got to have. Uh, and that was part of it, too. That was well, part of We got to get this regimented. That was part of me being disillusioned with Major League Baseball as a whole, not just the Yankees. Disillusioned with life. But, you know, but I'd been How about the, the people Yankees? that bought houses that make $30,000 a year and, and bought houses for $400,000? I'm disillusioned with, with blue collar workers. Jake, I want to ask you a very important question because we're talking about cheating now. What do you think is the best thing you can hit someone else over the head with? Um, is it A, a folding chair? B, the timekeeper's belt? Or C, the championship belt? <laughs> Go ahead. These are tough. Championship belt. Yeah, I think that's what hard. I, what's the best secret weapon? Oh, oh, I know. Why? I know. Usually in wrestling, if somebody had a weapon in their shoe. But what's the weapon? Like, uh, well, well, I saw, Pencil. I saw a, um, <laughs> the original Sheik from Detroit. I saw, I saw on YouTube uh, Terry Funk and Jerry the King Lawler wrestling. Now that's much. and and uh, Jerry the King Lawler grabbed his stick or whatever and poked um, Terry Cal Funk Prong? in the eye. Oh yeah, and yeah. his eye started bleeding. And that's, <laughs> that's when wrestling was real. Is that good parenting? <laughs> Wrestling was the real thing. I love that. That was those were the days. Zoe and I went a bus trip to Philadelphia to see Sabu and Terry Funk before you were born. You weren't even a thought. I think you told me that. Just a star in the sky. Those were the days, though, when it was a real blood fest. Oh, loved it. You know, I mean, that was when I like the blood back in the day. Man, I like the I like the the bloodbath. Me too. I'm a gorehound too. I like to see him wearing the crimson mask. You remind me a little bit of the greatest two wrestling managers in history. Two Ernie Roth. Ah, the, the Grand Wizard of Wrestling. A great oh, Jew from Florida. McMahon, you idiot. <laughs> oh, and also... The smartest man who ever lived. Mike could have been Kane, a great manager. Also, sure. Kane uh, There's is still time. back. <laughs> Kane is back with his leather mask. Oh, Kane, yeah. Kane has his mask back with, on? Yeah, I did not he has know it back that. on. So who's Kane wrestling at WrestleMania? Uh, yeah. this, this year, um, let's take a look I at the card. And it would know. be... Um, well, here's, here's the card. So let's take it from top to bottom. Wait, before we do the card, yeah. I'm kind I of. I want Kane like, to fight his brother. The I love entertaining, and I'm really torn cool. between cooking and being bothered by cooking because I have a show Saturday or just ordering pizza. Oh, for the WrestleMania party. You guys party. okay with just pizza uh, okay. and chips and stuff? I think we're going to be just fine because you're not, you're not going to cater it. No foie gras this oh, year. I'm thinking of making like a pasta salad. That would be lovely. I got to tell you, you know, we did a gig at Manitoba's Bar, to, uh, 25 Avenue B um, by uh, 7, 99. 99, sorry. 99 Same thing Get Smart. 99 Avenue B uh, by 7th Street, finest punk rock bar in the world. We did a gig at Manitoba's Bar last week and he brings me soup. Okay? <laughs> what bar owner in the world brings a talent? This is this is a mensch. <laughs> this is this is a fucking mensch. Yes, okay, yes, this yes. is the Neoplatonic ideal of what a human being should be. Okay, it was Whoa. it was unbelievable. He, From making he, fun he, of me reading books to the Neoplatonic. Wait, what about last year's wrestling? And I'll get back to making fun of you too. So don't worry. This <laughs> oh. this is just is just a moment of, of, of like specific a calm and thanking you love. for for this white moment bean of garlic love. soup with kale. Wait. Have you eaten? He says, "Have you eaten? I got some soup. What? You're gonna bring soup he to the bar? Loves to feed That's people. Crazy. It was fantastic. Okay, and he's been trying to pawn off that soup on everyone in the building. Twenty five years are running from him. Twenty five years of being in the rock and roll business, doing gigs. You not once. As a bar owner, brought me soup. <laughs> How about 
last year. Homemade at, soup. How yeah. about last year at WrestleMania? Drugs and loose women, crazy. but never soup. That was kind of crazy last year at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's right. Well, you, that, was your, that was your first year at my WrestleMania party yeah. last year, Jake. And, what was so um, crazy? That was a great well, 18 well, inch tube TV. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I got a new TV, okay? <laughs> I want you to know. Well, what, what was that, a Philco? It was the last tube TV in New York. It was Philco. Hey, you know what, Jew? It was 30 years old. It still worked great, okay? Unbelievable. It worked great. You know a bargain when you see it. Work. What do you do? Throw it out? The thing worked. It finally, it finally gave up the ghost, though. Black and white. Last year about WrestleMania, that was kind of crazy. Yeah, it was your Is old that... man making fun of my TV set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack Swagger and uh, what's his name? I, didn't remember. Like, I thought last year's WrestleMania was the worst WrestleMania. Oh, Jack Swagger, yeah. Jack Swagger and Michael bad. Cole. Were, uh, oh, the announcer, they, right? That's yeah. right. Michael called the announcer. Yeah, uh, yeah Jack terrible. Swagger and Michael Cole were working together. Undertaker and Triple H. Jerry the King Lawler was fighting against Michael Cole, and Michael Cole uh, got Jerry the King Lawler in an ankle lock, and then Stone Cold Steve Austin pushed him off and gave him the Stone Cold Stunner. Off of Michael Cole, and then Jerry. Jake will give you a play. I'll tell by you. Play. I'll tell you. Play by play. I met Stone Cold Steve Austin up at Sirius, and I co-interviewed him, and he was amazing. Yeah. Like I really want to meet him because he I've sounds so he cool. Is one of, he's one they're of the best all, workers they ever had. They're all wonderful. There's no question. Human about beings. It. Freddie Blassie, Freddie the Destroyer, Blassie was, was Stone Cold again. Steve Austin, Mankind. Were you at Manitoba's opening? I was, I was there and I met Blassie. Uh, Mankind? As, aside, from, aside from that a few times, he was super, super nice. I Freddie felt Blassie. love for Always him like I, feel, like I felt for my grandpa, Harry. I know, Richard goes I felt love for him. He's, that's why he made number one in my book of lists, number one greatest wrestler of all time. Because he, he not only had the wrestling ability, he had the look, the style, and the rap. And His I don't think anyone's great, ever combined yeah. everything so well. Blassie was at all. I'll tell you what, um, well, actually, we should play uh, a Fred Blassie record, but in the meantime, we're going to take a short break, and here is our collaboration together, uh, Handsome Dick Manitoba with my band, the, uh, the Edison Rocket Train, I Like to Hurt People. Turn it up, Jack. Oh, nice. Come on down, baby. Bring it. Are you really ready to take the challenge? I give you the locomotive of hurt, the prime band of kings of New York City, ladies and gentlemen, the Edison Rocket Train. Talk about it. Save it. Save it. We're gonna talk about it. Save it. 
All right, we're back here at Roberto's Broadcasting Live on the Mike and Judy Show here in Bushwick, Brooklyn. It's Mike Edison with handsome Dick Manitoba, his beautiful wife Zoe Hansen, and of course, Jake Koufax Manitoba, the youngest guest we've ever had. What's shaking, Jake? Uh, it's good. Um, so that was, uh, <laughs> it's good. I'm shaking. We're, we're talking WrestleMania. We're talking steroids. We're talking blood. We're talking guts. And we're talking about you, Richard Manitoba, star fucker that you are. I am. Um, you know, the funny I, thing. I'm a shallow, you know shallow what? man. <laughs> I go for beautiful women, and I want to get my picture taken with famous people. You know what's, what's really crazy? He's Bruce Springsteen has the same right. Facebook picture as you do. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, this is the thing about Facebook. If you tell people you have cancer, three thousand seven. What? Facebook Facebook said. <laughs> that's what my gra- that's Mark what your grandma Zuckerberg. would say. Mark Zuckerberg is smart. Yeah, well, I agree. But you like, remember that. But Dad, you went on there for like five, six hours. It's thank you. Tell us so how long your father. But, was but on he's got Facebook. a picture of and him with Bruce Springsteen that he needs the world then, to see. Exactly. And then, Dad, and then you start eating your cereal and you say, "Oh, two minutes," and you finish, <laughs> and you and that bowl is totally empty, and you start eating nothing, and but. <laughs> You're still on Facebook, so you have more time on Facebook. This it's good so parenting. Long. This yeah, is good really, parenting. Really. Okay. Oh. Here's my point about Facebook. You tell them people you have cancer. Eighty billion people are sensitive and empathetic and and chime in. You take a picture that you're really proud of. Of you, of you, you and Bruce Springsteen. No and cares. the most famous rock and roll store in the world. And nobody presses like. It's like, fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> fuck all my friends. Richard gets very upset if you, if you see something Because you're a page. bunch of friggin' and, phonies. Oh, take it down a bit. You're a bunch of phonies. <laughs> you're deafening me, honey. Stop. You know what? Yeah, Dad. Well, you you're also a phony I baloney. I ain't sharing it with you. How about that? If you don't press like Dad, on Richard Manitoba's page, he will absolutely take you to Tars for it. You if you're going to see his page and later on in the week go oh by the way I saw that picture well why didn't you press like why didn't yeah, you press like what do you want one way mirror and then it'll just looks just good. like them wow what is that doesn't matter <laughs> what that mean okay Th- stop soap and soap uh, hundred people survey the top match. oh I'm sorry I thought we were on family feeding <laughs> <laughs> where's Richard Dawson when I really need him Hogan's Heroes so before during the break you are saying those Springsteen had stolen your entire rap Dawson was married to Diana Doors, right? Yeah, what was that about uh, Springsteen on the, at the Apollo that we were just at? He was, what, what he, was ste- he was stealing, he stole your rap, Springsteen. What did you say? You accused him of artistic larceny. Yeah, Springsteen did a, um, <laughs> a celebratory show with the E Street Band, 10 years of Sirius XM radio being in business. It was fantastic. But he came out with this rap, like, you know, like a black preacher yeah. kind of rap. It's the greatest. It's the big, and I just listened to this thing I did with you five years ago. It's not that I invented it either, but he used the same rap. That's just I good to know never, Bruce is tuned in. I would have be, never like sat a through a whole brain Bruce Springsteen show. I can't sit for that long to see anyone except Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. As if Johnny would ever play a three-hour show. I, of course not. Okay, you're more if likely to wait till three in the morning to see him play Pipeline five times. Thunder. But you know what? That is exactly the point. But I cannot Hold sit it. for that long. But, but Bruce, the other no, night, was amazing. Pizza. He was a complete star. And the band was fantastic. This woman's eating pizza with a 
fork and spoon <laughs> and knife. Bang on the window. Oh, that's That's against the law. What is wrong with We're in Brooklyn, for God's sake. That's what they do out here. Where is this? Where is this? Paris? Your reality show is going to be so smoking hot. She's eating pizza. Yes, let's talk about our reality show. Is this a family reality show? Yes, it's us. This is based on the last 20 minutes. I know, it's going to be crazy, right? It should be called Meet the Manitobans. Meet the Manitobans. It's basically about us. I know. One person's eating with their hands on the other. The first no one's going to get a word in. We went to an Indian thing. restaurant, and Zoe yelled at Jake because he didn't take his skewer of meat the off the skewer it of lamb. The and I said, he's a nine-year-old boy. It's fun yeah, to eat really? on a piece of wood. But he did it to You're piss me English. off. But he did it to piss <laughs> me like, off. He's like, no, don't put your elbows on the table. He's a nine-year-old boy growing up in the East Village. What accent was that? Do no, that again. No. He's a nine-year-old boy growing up in the East Village. No good. All no, right. Sorry. No. Fake. No. You don't no. pass. This Definitely is, doesn't pass. I, I love doing the show with you guys. Definitely. Not only We love doing the show it, with it, you. This is great. I feel like I could go, we go to the bar and have a few drinks and come we back. We don't change anything. Talking. Yes, we, we absolutely We just right. leave our house and keep doing what we would we do. We do it. We do the whole thing. We scream and shout at each other 24 hours a day. It's a constant loud house. The other day, Zoe at me and cursed me out so bad that I made Jake call her. So she got on the phone and she went like, Jake was like, Mom, it's me. I had to make up a lie. He I didn't did. say, oh, well, uh, dad's eating sushi. and Dad left me and he's eating place. sushi. And I went, what? And well, actually, I, I was. And, no, he actually, he wasn't. <laughs> I was. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was. You I were. Didn't you. Richard, you were, I'm, you were uh, the second uh, guest we ever had on the show. We're, uh, we're getting near to doing the show for almost a, a year. Uh, you were show number two. What a long way we've come. I actually wanted to play a little clip. You go have. back down it's memory been a whole lane. Year, right? Almost, almost. We're getting Derek there. Jeter, and, number and, two. Jack, can you twirl that little bit of rock and roll music that we perpetrated the last time Richard was on the show? Let's bring it back. The one I finally nailed. Yeah. Chewing at a rhythm on a bubble. Oh, yeah. Sun is out. I'm on sun. It's not hard, not far to reach. That was our first down in the pavement, the hot concrete Bus ride is too slow Blast out the disco on the radio Rock, rock, rock away beach Rock, rock, rock away beach Rock, rock, rock away beach We can hit your ride I like, I like the self critique he's obviously giving himself Oh, he's, he listens to everything he does really intensely I think you sound good, huh? It was a real well, you, fun You're the test of time, Daddy-O. Yeah, over one million downloads. Really? No, I just made that up. But but, <laughs> but, but, but it should. It certainly, it certainly merits it. That was history made right here. So, What's going on with uh, you and rock and roll? You got a new band shaking, the Manitoba band? Manitoba band, Three Dictators, Daniel Ray, producer, songwriter. Man uh, extraordinaire. And Dean Friend Rispler. of the Ramones and Dean the Dream Rispler. Who's now, fantastic. And when you say, why is he I, I, a dream? I, I, well, because he's my new bass player. <laughs> and a nice Jewish boy. <laughs> um, a very nice, nice Jewish boy. Jewish boys. Not not what about this oh, WrestleMania right. for CM Punk and Chris? Yeah, okay, let's get back to WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping us on topic. Hold once on, again. I gotta tell you. That. I feel like this is like the McLaughlin group with Jake sitting in Wrong! Like, Mort, her uncle is Mort Kondraki. Yes, he is. Who? Mort Kondraki. Wrong! Mort Kondraki! He was on the McLaughlin show for... The McLaughlin show. 
Forever. Group. Listen. That's clearly where you got your radio chops. I know you don't. From. I, I know this is competitive, so you haven't mentioned it, but I've branched out and did a stand up rant reading. It's ah, yes, your star under, turn as a smoking artist. Un- I had a night where I. Well, you, just, think I'm, you think I feel threatened by you, Manitoba? I oh, absolutely. Uh, okay, let's. Okay, let's I'm basically it. walking into uh, your let's, space let's take it and to in the one stage. show taking over. Let's take it to the stage. Now, mono, you're not riding on my coattails, okay. buddy. I'm serving you. You're not right riding now, on my coattails. Anytime, you gotta any work. Place. You gotta earn Bring it. it. Bring it. I'm ready to Dude, go. You I, know what? I think actually Mike would be really funny. He needs to come in on, on the reality show. We yeah, need to like really. go. To, we all need you don't to have go to Jews lunch. On the show? All we gotta we do is get to, extra oxygen in the room. Well, let's go to B and H for lunch. Squeeze us into the like a little table there. That idea. would be hilarious. Well, and we'll yeah, just sit is. there and like let it rock. What kind of soup do you go for at B and H? Are you one of the guys that mixes soup like like the old guys get a little mushroom barley, but then put a shot of vegetable on top of it like the old guys do? I will try that. I love that. I love that matzo brai. Right. Uh, I, get make, I get them to make. I get them to with the matzo bra. She's I'm Jew. A Jew. I'm a Jew, <laughs> baby. His mother was Jewish. No, I, that doesn't work with you, mom. I am a Jew. I'm a. I'm a, I legally am a Jew. I know, but what you, when you said it, you were like, I'm a Jew. <laughs> I got a big mouth like one. I'm a chew. All right, back to WrestleMania, yes, Jake. Back to CM WrestleMania. Punk versus Chris Jericho. Honestly, I don't like the storyline. Yeah. Love this it. It's apparently his theme song. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. it. I like it. Right? I don't like the angle. You know, the whole thing, CM Punk, who's a friend of ours, a good pal of ours, um, is a straight-edge wrestler. He doesn't drink or do drugs. That's totally, totally, totally legit. Um... And the angle Jericho's perpetrating is that he's going to beat him up and he's going to make turning him into an alcoholic, like like CM Punk's father. I don't like this. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's ironic. Also, they used this angle many years ago. No, I, I think this is wrong. Who'd they real, use it with? There's a real the CM Punk when he was in Ring of Honor. They, they did a similar gag. I don't like when Chris Jericho said that. Uh, that there's no Jericho. There's no this that. And then he said, "But what about your Lennon? sister?" Imagine there's no Jericho. And then he's like. <laughs> And then Chris Jericho's like, punk, but what about your sister? And then he starts saying this bad stuff, and punk gets really mad. Vince McMahon... I was asleep at the John switch. Says. I miss Stephanie. I want to see the kids back on it. It's a brilliant mind. Vince is, but he, but he also, just like a lot of other brilliant people that have accomplished great things, he's also done his share to ruin wrestling. Yes, because it's just it's Punk too well, it's much of a monolith. I've got Keith Elliott Greenberg on the line. Oh, we got to call him. Oh, it's Keith. Keith. It's Keith Greenberg who is a co-author Keith, with Ric Flair on, of To Be the Man. It's Keith Elliott Greenberg. Keith Elliott. It sounds more Jewy that way. It's he true. He's the only man. In the known universe, when he gets on the air, talks about wrestling, I will shut up because I am humble. He knows so much about wrestling. How's it going, Keith? Hello, boys. How's everybody? And, and, and Zoe. How's Hi, everybody Han. How are you coming are over you, next Keith week? Elliott? Okay, hey, we'll, hey. We'll, we'll pull off family time later. Keith, you got any predictions for WrestleMania? Pardon me, I'm sorry. What was that? Do you have any predictions for WrestleMania this year? Uh, I have predictions, and they're not they're not educated predictions. They're uh, gut feeling. Uh, wrestling fan prediction. Well, an educated I'm, wrestling fan is... Uh, that's our, what we want to hear. <laughs> you mean yeah. figuring out Vince McMahon? My, 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 my instinct tells me that um, Cena has to triumph because otherwise 
you know, there's no permanence to The Rock being remaining in WWE, right. unless, of course, they bring him back for SummerSlam, and, and, and then um, they may have The Rock triumph now, and ultimately John Cena, wow. who's the mainstay, who's not the leaving best. the yes, company, he knows will, will uh, be victorious in the end. What it's almost like back in the day when Bruno Sammartino would wrestle, say, Smiro Sari in the Mar- Madison Square Garden, it would be a series of three matches. First match, Bruno would lose, say, via disqualification or countout, but ultimately, Bruno Sammartino would choose the Keith, you need to write a book on wrestling. Keith, Keith. Oh, yeah, yeah, Keith, yeah, Keith. When's the book coming yeah, out? Yeah, get, get around to that. Keith. I love you, Keith. By the way, that's Keith Elliott Greenberg, who is the author of several books on professional several. wrestling. He wrote the Blassie book. The Fred Blassie book. Yeah, the New York saying. Times best-selling Ric Flair book, Superstar Billy Graham book, and the Iron Sheik book, which I, no one has ever seen. Wow. Anytime you can no, write it, re- anytime you could uh, write uh, it, 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 never, it never got past the publisher. Oh, yeah. that's a shame. And if you follow the Iron Sheik on Twitter, <laughs> um, you, give, yeah. you have an insight into perhaps why they didn't want this published. <laughs> hey, we're coming to the end of the show. Right time you have a story about Antonino Rocker's penis, it's a great book. Yes. <laughs> As always, it is yeah, the fastest and, and, and half hour. Antonina Ro- I, I guess most of the folks who saw Antonina Rocca's penis with their own eyes are dying <laughs> off, but I'm sure there's a few who can testify to its magnificence. As always, it's the fastest half hour on the internet today. Keith, thank you so much. We've been here with the Manitoba's handsome Dick Manitoba, Jake Koufax Manitoba, Zoe Hanson. You guys are unbelievable. We'll see you next Sunday, Keith, right? Okay. We love you. WrestleMania we is next you, Sunday. Mike Edison. We've had a great day. You Thank you. This is Mike Edison. And for Mikey my boy, co-host of the, the most, who's dancing at the Whitney Biennial, We'll Judy, talk to Judy later. In. All we'll I love to Judy. To hey, Jack, you have the Fred Blassie song? Maybe we can do that. Let's do that on the outro. You got um, Pencil Nick Geek for us, maybe? And um, everybody, God, we'll see you at Manitoba's Bar. Thanks, Mikey. Yeah. Next week's WrestleMania. See you at my house. Can't wait. Back when I was a kid, life was going swell. Until something happened, blew everything to hell. That night my daddy stumbled in, all pale and weak. Set a woman up the block, just gave birth to a geek. Mom said, sell it to the circus. What the heck? Dad said, nope, this one's a pencil man. And if there's one thing lower than a sideshow freak, it's a gritty, scum-sucking, pencil-neck geek. You see, if you take a pencil that won't hold lead, looks like a pipe cleaner attached to a head, and a buggy whip body with a brain that leaks, you got yourself a grit-eating pencil-neck geek. Pencil-neck geek, grit-eating freak, scum-sucking P.S. with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. Thanks for listening to this program on the Heritage Radio Network. You can find all of our archived programs on heritageradionetwork.com, as well as a schedule of upcoming live shows. You can also podcast all of our programs on iTunes by searching Heritage Radio Network in the iTunes Store. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for up-to-date news and information. Thanks for listening.